Evil cannot hide from me. No secret is secret from me. The truth of your guilt will always be revealed to me. I am the Jewel. The Jewel is brought to you by Oasis Cigarettes, the smoke that's a little bit of paradise with each puff. The Jewel, Phantom Defender of Justice, is in reality Dr. Beryl Morgan, famed archaeologist. One day during a dig in a secret location somewhere in the Pacific, she unearthed a strange violet stone set in an ancient pendant. The stone glowed at her touch, but no one else's. Amar the Mystic, Beryl's faithful friend and partner in the Morgan Museum, recognized the pendant. He told her that the stone possessed strange and powerful qualities, but it would only work for the one it chose. Beryl tried it and found that she could read Amar's every thought. She vowed to use the stone's power only for good. With that, the jewel was born. At the end of the last episode, Beryl was on her way to Mordonia to consider, among other things, Ray's marriage proposal. Amar suggested they visit the Temple of the Mystics as well. We join them en route to the temple. Anna let us go visit the mystic elders without a bit of fuss. That is a surprise. She understands the importance of meeting Ranalu, the Great One. She has made the journey herself. Really? That must have been an interesting encounter. She's not intimidated by anyone. I'll be honest. I'm more than a little worried about what they'll think of me. Do not think about such things, Dr. Beryl. I will not say it will be an easy encounter, but it will be a good one. You will learn much about them, and they will learn more about you. More? Oh, of course. They must have been keeping tabs on me the whole time. And you must have helped. It is part of my duty as your guide to give them progress reports, if you will. I have never been secretive about that. True. You are being secretive about where we're going, though. The last time I recognized our surroundings was all the way back in Prague. Since then, we've flown hundreds of miles, crossed a sea, and now we're riding horses through the thickest woods I've ever seen. Where are we? We are in the great forest of Tablak. It is considered a sacred place by both the mystics and the generations of families who have lived here. It is said that mythical creatures have been seen in these woods, though I confess... I have never seen them myself. Ah, we near the temple. See the silver spires ahead. So how many groups do we have this morning, Nika? Uh, as much as a sawbuck. Woo, that's a lot of rubbernecks. <laughs> Ten groups, Nika. A sawbuck is money, a ten-dollar bill. And they're patrons, not rubbernecks. Ah, uh, I am such a knucklehead. No, Lorelai is a knucklehead. You're a lollipop. You're not helping, Betty. Sure I am. I teach you new words all the time, don't I, Nika? Sure as shooting. Western lingo is not an improvement. Nika, why don't you go downstairs and read some more of the handbook while we wait for the first group? You can let Ray in if he comes. Roger, Dodger. The commission's coming. 
He told me just yesterday that morning coffee is the thing that's really keeping him going. That poor man. I feel so bad for him. I love Beryl and all, but telling Ray she can't accept his proposal and leaving the country was pretty harsh. Can you tell if he's better at all? Maybe a little. He needs a case, though. He's driving the entire force nuts with new rules and regulations. He's determined to get them ship-shape. That can't be fun. Beryl sounded happy enough in the telegram I got yesterday, but I got the feeling she's actually pretty miserable as well. I feel bad for her, too. I know she loves him, so she must have had a really good reason for what she did. She has a lot to think about, and you have a big squishy heart. You're not complaining, I hope. Not even a little. Good morning, Betty. Lorelei, coffee ready? It sure is. Good morning, Ray. You're sounding almost chipper this morning. I got a very unexpected call last night. An old childhood pal moved back to town. Artie and I were best friends from the time we were five until he joined the Navy and got shipped to Europe. We're going to the ball game tonight. Nice. Good for you, Kamish. We can do dinner another time. We were supposed to barbecue tonight, weren't we? I'm sorry. I completely forgot. I can reschedule. No, no, it's fine. We'll do it another day. There's lots of summer left and you need this. Thanks. I'll have to bring him by and introduce him. You'll like him. He's like me, but with fish. Fish? He is from a long line of fishermen. He came back to take over the family business. Hey, we'd better get going, Betty. Uniform inspection this morning. See what I mean, Lor? <laughs> yep. Try to have a good day. Hey, maybe we should take Nika to the game. We haven't done that yet. Not a bad idea. Smart and squishy. I like it. I don't want to know what you're talking about. Uh, let's go. Amar, it is an honor to see you. I bow in your presence. Palan, I greet you with joy and peace. This is Beryl Morgan. Ah, I suspected. Welcome to Nelamsha, Beryl Morgan. Your presence here has been eagerly anticipated, especially by Ranalu. Thank you, Palan. It's a pleasure to meet you. I look forward to spending time here. You may not feel the same when it is time for you to depart. Please, allow me to escort you to your sleeping quarters. You can refresh and rest before you are brought before Ranalu. Amar. 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 What did he mean? I may not feel the same way. As I said before, this trip will not be an easy one for you. But do not despair, for with the difficulty will come much knowledge, and I will be by your side for all of it. Both of you will stay in these chambers. There are separate sleeping areas within. This is Lirno. He has been selected to attend to your needs. It was a fierce competition, Amar. Everyone in Elamsha wishes to attend to you. I am humbled. Which makes it even more of an honor-wise one. How may I ease the weariness from your long trip? Perhaps water to clean away the dust and water to drink away the thirst. Hmm? Dr. Beryl, have you any other needs? No, thank you. You will, Beryl Morgan. Wise one, I seek permission to depart for which you request. I seek permission as well, so that I may go tell Ranalu you have arrived. Permission granted with much gratitude. Wow. Is it me they don't like, or women in general? Neither, Dr. Beryl. They meet all newcomers with distrust, no matter who brings them to the temple. I am afraid you will have to prove yourself to them. My word is not enough. And your word seems to be practically holy around here. Now I'm really worried about meeting Ra Nalu. Ha! 
I still can't get over you made it to police commissioner, Ray. And so quick! You must be the youngest commissioner Bristopart ever had. I'm the youngest anywhere in New England. I have a knack for it, I guess. I'm up for a re-election and I don't even have an opponent. Because you have 100% of the female vote, I am sure. You were a lady killer even in elementary school. How is it none of them have caught you yet? One of them has. She just doesn't have my ring on her finger yet. Oh? Ooh. Whoa, wait, let me guess. Uh, Bonnie McDonald. You guys were sweet on each other in high school. Heck no. She decided she preferred guys with rich parents and married Brock Howard. They moved to Providence and had eight kids. Yikes. Well, if not Bonnie, then who? You wouldn't know her. She came to Bristol Port about five years ago. Archaeologist named Dr. Beryl Morgan. She owns the Morgan Museum downtown. Really? <laughs> Leave it to you to find one with a brain. Eh, sweet and devoted never was your type. Uh, why ain't she here tonight? She's uh, visiting family. Why aren't you married? Eh, I didn't want to subject a decent woman to my crazy life. I was based in 15 different places in as many years, and I was mostly out to sea. Now that I'm back here, though, I'd, I'd like to find a little woman and, and settle down. Wow! Who are those three ladies waving at you? Especially the one the size of Hercules. <laughs> I never thought of Nika that way, but you're right. She's the captain of the Royal Guard of Mordonia, a little country in Eastern Europe. The dark-haired one is Betty, my private student. And the bouncy blonde is Beryl's assistant, Lorelei. Betty! Hey, Kamish! Great game so far. If you say so. I've been too busy catching up to really notice. Betty Howe. This is my old pal, Artie LeBlanc. Artie, Betty, and Lorelei Johnson and Nika. Hey, nice to meet all of you. Nika, do you wrestle? Nah, that's for pugs and suckers. I'm a hard number, but I'm also a wise head. Nika learned English from detective radio shows. Ah. Well then, Nika, you have a slap-bang time, and I hope we get to squawk again soon. Hey, you're A number one, okay? I'd squawk with you anytime. <laughs> I think you made a friend. <laughs> Fine with me. At least I know I'll be protected in a dark alley. That empire might need her, too. Did you see that? That ball was halfway between home and first, and he called a strike. Either he needs a pair of glasses or a beer. Hey, Blue, home plate is the white thing under your nose. <laughs> That's the Ray Lawrence I know. I've missed you, buddy. I've missed you, too. You couldn't come home at a better time. Handsome. That robe. The silver material and gold embroidery positively glow. Ah, thank you. And thank you for wearing the robe I put in your bag. The simple purple velvet is appropriate at this time. Are you ready to meet Ranalu? No, but I'll do it anyway. Amar, I bow in your presence, wise one. Ranalu awaits you within. Joy and peace to you, Malash. Welcome, Dr. Beryl Morgan. Beryl Morgan. Your arrival has been awaited for too long. I am Malesh, a member of the Council of Elders. We have much to discuss, all of us. Come. Do not be afraid, Dr. Beryl, but do be very, very penitent. Speak only when spoken to. Accept what is commanded, even if you question it. And do as I do. You know me too well. I'll do as you say. Amar, <laughs> joy and peace to you, wise one. 
Nilamsha rejoices at your return. Joy and peace to you, great master. I kneel in your presence, and I rejoice in both my return and the ability to present Beryl Morgan to you. Ah, uh, so this is Beryl Morgan. Uh, rise, child, and come closer so that I may see you. Ah, yes, not a child anymore. <laughs> yes, Zakana is a busybody, but she does have a point. You should have children. You should have had them long ago. You, you should have come to terms with who you are a long time ago. So much time lost. Maybe too much time. Uh, permission to speak. Great master. Uh, of course. You have as much right to speak in this room as I, wise one. I will agree that Beryl is too old to be a novice. But she is not a novice. She is, in fact, highly trained. I have been clandestinely trading her from the first day I met her. I am aware. I am also aware of her work. As her alter ego. I believe she calls herself the Jewel. It is so, Great One. She has solved crimes and protected the innocent ever since she discovered the Eye of the Soul. Ah, the Eye of the Soul. So wise to have planted it in a place where she would find it. <laughs> so wise to have known she was the one Genshin chose. How do you use its powers, child? I see the truth in the hearts of all men and women, Great One. Right wrongs when I can, defend the weak and helpless. I feel it is my duty to use what I have been given to help others. I feel the compassion that fills your soul. You are further along in your training than I thought. Uh, who is Ray? Uh, a man I love who I'm not sure I should love. Yes, that is the right answer. As the true answer has not yet been formed, you must forget him for now, him and Lasokan Lakana and your museum. For now, you must concentrate on you and your powers as a mystic. You know much, but you have very much still to learn. One thing that is vital to learn is confidence. You doubt yourself too much. Your power comes from within, not from the eye. The eye is, how should I describe it, a conduit, a device to channel to the world what is within. You must understand this and accept it. If you do not, you will never reach your full potential. Yes, great one. You agree? <laughs> Yet you do not believe. What will it take? Hmm? Yes, yes, <laughs> that is a start. Malesh, bring to me Lirno and Palan. Immediately, Great One. They await in the antechamber. Amar spoke truth. She has learned much more already than we expected. She still has far to go. I prescribe a quest as her first obstacle. She is to go deep into Tablak and contact Falai. Falai? Falai? Is that a place? An object? Falai is a woman, the great warrior of the forest. We do not think she is a mystic. But we do not know for certain, as she is very elusive. The people of Tablak say she is somehow always there when they need her to defend them from wild beasts or marauders. They say she has eyes of blue fire and hair of red fire, that she rides a huge horse the color of midnight, and that she could kill a hummingbird with an arrow from half a league away. <laughs> we wish to learn if she is a mystic and to offer her assistance and refuge should she ever need it. But we have not been able to locate her. You will find her and give her our message. 
for this journey, you will take Amar, of course, as well as Malesh, Lirno, and Palan. They accompany you only to assist. You, Beryl Morgan, are to lead, to make all decisions, to be the one to speak to Falai. This is my command. Do all of you understand? Yes, yes great, 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 great one. Let it be so. Beryl, Amar, rest this evening. Let your strength regenerate. Meditate on the journey ahead of you. Lirno will provide you with food and relief for your physical exhaustion. You shall start in the morning. Yes, great one. Come, talk to Beryl. We shall retire to our chambers. We have much to discuss. Jimmy, I threw this game for you because I owe you one. I, I can't keep doing it. The commission will catch on. You gotta keep throwing games, Ralph. This is a gold mine. You know how much money was made on this game alone? Oh, thousands. They won't know you're throwing them. They'll think the play is, uh... You can cover yourself by greasing balls and stuff. Nah. Now I'm not going to do it. If I get caught, it's the end of my career, and I got a family to feed. I still have to moonlight as night watchman at the fish market as it is. Ah, oh, my heart's bleeding. Look, I'm not asking you to throw every game. Just say one out of three. Do that, and you won't need the god fish at three in the morning. Nah. Nah, nah, I just can't. This isn't about just us. Our innocent guys out there could lose their jobs if a, if a team thinks they're playing bad. Players and coaches. Won't do it, huh? Fine. I'll get another guy. I'm sure there's another blue who's willing to trade a little lie or two for cash. No. No, no, no. I won't let you. This could ruin the entire game of baseball. <laughs> won't let me, huh? And uh, how are you going to stop me? Call me out? <laughs> You're too much of a risk now. I'm going to call you out, and I'm going to leave your body in a place that'll tell everyone not to mess with me. What? No. <laughs> Jimmy, you, 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 you couldn't. Oh, no. Not that, Jimmy! No! find someone who doesn't want to be found. I've sent telepathic messages felt for vibrations. Nothing. These woods are so thick it's probable nothing could get through anyway. The answer is yours to discover. I know, I know. I'm supposed to do all the work. I'm not happy with you anyway. I'm not sure if I should be mad at you. Why would you be angry with me? You let me think I discovered the Eye of the Soul by chance, when in reality you left it for me to find. Now I feel like a fraud. Oh, please, Dr. Beryl, do not feel that way. You could not have found the Eye on your own. It was in Nalamsha. As I could not bring you to Nalamsha, and you needed to learn of your powers, it was decided to let you find it. It was actually Gentian's idea. I'm not sure it makes it better, but I forgive you. Not that I have a right to forgive you. Really, I should be begging for your forgiveness for being such a stubborn fool for so long. You are never a fool. As for forgiveness, you are always forgiven, even before anything has happened. No wonder they call you the wise one. I'm more awed by you than ever, you know. Being here has made me see you with different eyes, and a lot more respect. Thank you. But I am the same Amar, just in a different world. Then I've been taking a lot for granted. 
let's stop walking for a minute. I feel like we're wandering aimlessly. Malesh, Lirno, Palan, what do you know of Falai? Not much, I'm afraid, child. I myself have not seen her. Nor I. I caught a glimpse of her, just once. She was high in a tree, drawing an arrow on a weasel who was stealing an eggs of a sparrow. Interestingly, she didn't kill the weasel, but aimed over his head, which was enough to frighten him away. I called to her, but she had disappeared before I blinked twice. Did she really have blue eyes and red hair? What was she wearing? I did not see her eyes. Red hair for certain, though red as hollyberries. She wore leather dyed forest green that wrapped tight around her legs and body and feet, and a large brown leather quiver. If I hadn't caught the movement when she drew the arrow, I would never have known she was there. That's a little helpful, I guess. Though it sounds like she's virtually invisible in here. I wonder why she's such a recluse. There is a story, but I cannot verify it. Tell it. It is said by some of the older forest people that she was raised by Halna, a forest witch, that Halna had rescued her from robbers. Between the robbers and Halna, having no love for her fellow man, she grew up not trusting anyone. There appears to be some truth to that story. I just got a vibration. Yet she protects the people. Interesting. We could pretend we're in danger in the hope she would come. But tricking her would not be the best way to try and gain her trust. Let's continue walking towards the sunset. I imagine the best place to hide in this forest is in the middle of it. And the middle is that way. Wise, Dr. Bell. Sometimes. Let's see if this is one of those times. Craziest thing I've ever seen, Ray. This weren't assassination. What do you mean? Guy wasn't forced on his knees behind a home plate and shot there. He was killed somewhere else and put there. The back of his head's gone. There should be blood in the ground, but there's nothing. Somebody posted a body behind home plate. Wait a minute. I recognize this guy. He is or was an umpire. He called the game last night. Called it pretty badly, too. I was seriously wondering if he'd been drinking. Hi, Betty. I agree. Find any witnesses? Of course not. Nobody ever knows anything when you want them to. Only when you don't want them to. He wasn't shot here, was he? No, eagle eye. Notice anything else? Besides the hole in his forehead? No. How did he get in here? Doesn't security lock up at night? They locked up and they made rounds, but they swear he weren't here at 2 or 4 a.m. They also swear they didn't hear a thing. Yeah, well, it's hard to hear through your own snoring. You are too young to be so cynical. But you're probably right. Hey, look. There are tracks in the grass. Wild bee. Missed those completely. Where do they go? Across the infield. Through the outfield. Then... Over here to these loading doors. Hardy. Get the forensics guys over here. Those are very distinctive tire tracks. 38 Ford Coupe with a leaky oil pan and a nail in the left rear tire. Now how on earth do you know that? Tire tread shows the nail, oil slick right here, and this rear view mirror. <laughs> you are good. Funny girl. Are you kidding? She's amazing, period. Let's all go over to the victim's home and see what other amazing things she can do. camp. The shadows grow long. Night is brief here this time of year. Thank you. Yes, we should. Dr. Barrow, are you alright? You nearly fainted. I just received the strongest 
strangest vibration. Sit and meditate on it. It could be very important. We will set up the tents and build the fire. Have some water, child. We've traveled far without stopping for food or drink. Thank you. I hope I haven't tired all of you too much. Not at all. The way you have led us has been wise. I feel the compassion and wisdom within you, and I rejoice in them. A very high compliment. I accept it with humility and gratitude. A woman dressed in green leather leading a great black horse. She appeared from thin air. Why do you intrude on my forest? Falai, we wish only to speak with you. We come in peace. Ha, peace. You, rise. Who are you? I am Beryl Morgan. Beryl Morgan? Come with me. Only you. Any of you others try to follow. I will kill you in your tracks. Please, take me instead of her. No, Amar. It's okay. Look at her face carefully, and you'll know why. Dr. Pearl, she looks just like you. That's a weird one. Sounds to me like the body was put there to warn other umpires not to cross the murderer. I thought that too at first. Thing is, by doing that, he told everyone, which means every umpire in the league is going to be watched to see if they throw a game. Hmm, good point. Maybe he'll go after players next. That's what I think. I also think you two are a positive artist when it comes to barbecue. These are the best ribs I've ever had. <laughs> Agreed. Thanks again for inviting me. A friend of the commissions is a friend of ours, and welcome anytime. You are such a ray of sunshine. How are you single? I'm not single. Oh, uh, I see. We haven't dug up much else. No clues in the victim's Ralph Williams house, though we did find out he owns a 1938 Ford. We need to find it. Nika, what's your take on this case? Any thoughts? I would be interviewing the other umpires in last night's game to find out if they saw anything. Good point. Hey, you just said that in perfect English. Pretty swell, eh, Komish? Don't flip your wig. I'm still a copper through and through. Whew. Good that you know how to speak correctly, but your way with words is part of your charm. I agree. Well, well, well. I just called Hardy Komish and told him what Nika suggested. He said he'd get right on it. Good job. As a matter of fact, you've all done such a good job talking this through with me that I think we should all do a second round of clue searching, starting with the fish market. Just as soon as I do a good job finishing these ribs. perfectly concealed by brush, we could have walked within feet of this and never saw it. Many have searched for my home. None have discovered it. Why do you seek me? Ranalu, leader of the mystics, requested that I try to contact you. He wants to know if you're a mystic as well and to offer you aid and assistance should you ever need it. As for if I am a mystic, I do not know. Perhaps, perhaps not. I need nothing from them either way. From you, I need much. From me? Yes. You intrigue me. When did you come to Tablak? Yesterday. And before you ask, I've never been here before. I was born in Luxor, Egypt, to American parents. My father is an archaeologist. I grew up partially in America and partially all over the world on my father's digs. I'm also an archaeologist. And a mystic? Yes. Not by choice. 
I was born with the abilities. I see. You are very astute, I can tell. So why do you think we look so much alike? I don't know. It's uncanny. I could try and use my powers to find out. Not yet. Do you think the mystics are honest? My intuition tells me so. I know I am. The tall, dark man in my party has been my guardian, guide, and friend my whole life. And I'm certain he is honest. Your guardian? Your father is dead? No. He is alive. My mother died when I was two, though, and Dad couldn't care for me on his own. Your mother is dead. I grieve at the news. Thank you. How about your parents? I know nothing of my parents. I was stolen from them as a baby by robbers. The woman who raised me stole me from them. She, too, is dead. It's terrible. What a sad story. I grieve for you. Perhaps I can help you find your parents. I'm happy to try. You don't know anything at all about them? All I know is what I have told you. That and where my name comes from. It comes from this. A baby bracelet? Wait, this is from an American hospital, I'm sure of it. Some of the letters have been rubbed off, but I think I can make some of them out. It says... Farley. Your real name is Farley. Well, I can certainly see how you would get Fa-la-i from this. Farley. Thank you. I have wondered that all my life. Is the bracelet why you brought me here? That is part of it. I have watched the mystics. You are the first female I have seen with them. That intrigued me. Are you the only one? There are others, though I admit not many. My stepmother is one as well. Stepmother? What is that? My father remarried recently, and his new wife adopted me. I guess you could call her my second mother. You have had two mothers. I hope you are grateful. Family is a thing I have dreamed of my whole life. I'm very grateful. Farley, there's a chance you have family somewhere. Please let me help you find them. My abilities allow me to see the truth in the hearts of all. Perhaps there is a truth in your heart that you don't know you carry that could lead us to your family. I do not see how it could be so. But I want so much for it to be so. Would it hurt? Not at all. The only way you'll know anything is happening is that this pendant will glow. It's called the Eye of the Soul. A spirit, Gentian, lives within. He aids me in seeing the truth. Do it. What? That's not possible. That can't be the truth. He would have told me. But it, it must be so. Beryl Morgan. She has collapsed. Whiskey. Straight. Make it a double. You don't look so good, Jimmy. Something yet? I got a lot of things on my mind. Hurry up with that drink. Yeah, keep your shorts on. That's coming. Hey, you hear about the body they found in the ballpark? 
They had to cancel tonight's game and everything. Commissioner Lawrence is Sora's all get out. Swears he's gonna catch the guy himself and make sure the book's thrown at him. It's all over the papers and the radio. Yeah, well, the guy probably deserves it. Yeah, that's what I say. Anybody who messes with America's game should be locked up for life. Here you go. Let me know when you're ready for another. I gotta get out of this town. How, without being anyone being the wiser? Wait, Ralph's car. I hit it down by the fish market. I can use that. I'll just blow down to Miami until the heat's off. <laughs> this town is too ripe with great pickings to stay away forever. Commissioner or no commissioner? Beryl. Dr. Beryl, please awaken. Is she injured? I do not believe so. What happened? She searched my heart for the truth about my parents. She must have found something, because she said it couldn't be true, that he would have told her. Then she collapsed. I was concerned, so I brought her to you. <laughs> is shocking, but it confirms the suspicions I have long held. Dr. Beryl, it is Amar. You are in my arms. Amar, where, what? You discovered the truth. Then it is true. It must be, for you yourself saw it. I know, trust in myself. I saw it, so it is the undeniable truth. I believe. What is the truth? Farley, I... I don't know how to tell you this. I swear I knew nothing at all about it until now, as fantastic as the coincidence is. Tell me! Your real name is Farley Morgan. You're my sister. Sorry you guys had to wait out here. That market manager is one nervous Nelly. He told me that Ralph Williams, our victim, had started acting strangely about two weeks ago. Caught him sleeping on the job day before yesterday. Proving my point about night watch. Yeah, yeah, smarty pants. Did he say anything else, Ray? For instance, did he mention seeing Mr. Williams talking to someone out here in the parking lot? He did, as a matter of fact. Couldn't give me a description, of course. He said he'd ask around the market to see if anyone else could. How did you know? Just a hunch. A killer dealer hunch, Lorelai. Hey, look, isn't that heap in the back of the lot a Ford? That heap is indeed a Ford, Nika, and it's missing its side mirror. We should go see if it has any clues. Wait. Everybody get back behind these cars. Someone is heading for that Ford. It's still here. Anybody watching? I don't think so. I just need to fish the keys out of the wheel well. Stop right there. Well, well, well. Jimmy Shields. Bookmaker extraordinaire. I should have known you were behind this. You're always looking for a new way to make an illegal buck. Uh, Commissioner Lawrence, I, uh, I was just borrowing this car. It, it belongs to a friend of mine. He said I could use it. Was that before or after you killed him? Uh, me? <laughs> you got it all wrong. No, he doesn't. The tire tracks of this car match ones found at the stadium. Tracks that had to have been made after the murder. The only way for this car to have gotten here is for the murderer to have driven it. And the only one who would know where the keys are is that same murderer. Your prince and his blood are sure to be all over it. I don't know who you are, little girl. But you have a big mouth. And because of it, you and the commissioner are going to join Ralph in that big baseball diamond in the sky. Stick him up high. I would have told you that I'm the little girl buying time for Nika, but I guess you can't hear that now. Nobody rubs out my pals, you dumb palooka. 
Put the bracelets on him, Artie. No, he's sneaking up behind him, Nika. Uh, I don't got no cuffs, though. Here, use my scarf. You guys are amazing. Best damn anti-crime force ever. Well, drop the hook on a chiseler or a grifter or a gunny for you anytime, Komish. Good time every time. I, for one, am glad you're on our side. For a lot of reasons. Aren't they cute, Lar? As a button. Almost as cute as another couple I know. What are you jawing about? I ain't no floozy. I ain't even a dish. No, you aren't. And yes, you are, Nika. But I didn't mean anything by what I said. Yet. All right, you guys. You're all too cute for words. Betty, go call Chief Hardy so we can get out of here. Tell that idiot manager I sent you. Aye, aye, Chief. Oh, Ray, I said the word couple. I'm so sorry. I wasn't thinking. It's okay, Lorelei. Really. I'm glad all of you guys are on my side, too. For my own reasons. Couldn't live without any of you. Not even the prodigal son here. Welcome back to Bristolport, Arthur LeBlanc. Thanks, Ray. I'm really glad to be back, pal. Joy and peace to all. And loving welcome to you, Falai. It is an honor to have you among us. Thank you. I think I would prefer to be called Farley. I think I would also prefer to be in the forest. <laughs> uh, nothing holds you here but your own desire. Why do you desire to be here? To learn who I am and to decide what I should do. To learn who you are may take far longer than the time you remain here. What you should do will be the first step on your journey. What do you feel are your choices? To remain in the home I've always known, or to follow the dream I have had my whole life. I feel as if I am being torn in two. Permission to speak, Great One. Of course, child. Farley, I find making difficult decisions on my own almost impossible. I always need to talk things out, even if I don't need advice. The best person in the world to talk to is Amar. I would be honored to assist in any way you need, Farley. I'm also happy to help in any way I can. I... I... I have never asked for help with anything. I, I do not know how. You're not asking. We're offering. That's what family does for each other. That feels strange for me to say, but I'm very glad I can say it. I understand. And I feel the same. I have much to learn. So do I. Would you like to learn with me? Very much so. Wonderful. It would be too much to ask you to leave Tablak yet, so I will stay here with you until you're ready to travel. Would it be possible? This is so much to ask. Too much to expect. Not too much at all. Dad needs to know, and it will be a shock at first, but he'll be overjoyed. He'll want to come and meet you. I'll help you prepare for that. As will I. This is the most wonderful day, Dr. Beryl. Beryl Morgan, you are proving to be as wise as your guardian. <laughs> you, Amar and Farley, are welcome to stay here in Nilamsha as long as is necessary. Thank you, Great One. I have a feeling it won't be very long. Morgans are fast learners. last night. I'm craving some. Sure is shooting. 
I do not care for Western speech. I will go back to copper talk. Java's boiling on the hot plate. <laughs> You're one in a million. Where's Lore? In her office. She got a telegram from Beryl. Good morning, everyone. I brought crawlers to go with the coffee. You're a good egg. Guys, wait till you hear this. Oh, uh, hi, Ray. Uh, I can share this later. A letter from Beryl, huh? Go ahead and read it. At least I'll know what's going on. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. It's a telegram, not a letter, and it's short. She says, Lorelai, I'm not in Mordonia. I'm at the Temple of the Mystics with Amar. I have made a major discovery about my family. We'll write more when I can. Should be home fairly soon. Love to all and hope all is well. Beryl. Holy moly! That's a late edition extra! I wonder what she discovered. Maybe she's not who she thinks she is. Maybe. Ray, could I see you a minute alone? Sure. Hallway. Something wrong? Is she okay? She's okay. It's just that she added a line about you. She says, Tell Ray I think about him every day and that he is still in my heart. I didn't know if I should tell you that. You're just barely hanging on. You can't fool me. And I worry. Thanks. You're a good kid. Too damn perceptive, but a good kid. I'm glad you told me. Gives me a little hope. Just a little. Good. I hope it all works out. You deserve it to. You both do. Yeah. Let's go eat crawlers and drink coffee. You've got a museum to run, and I've got a police force to shape up before the next major crime happens. This has been another episode of The Jewel. Brought to you by Oasis Cigarettes, the smoke that's a little bit of paradise with each puff. Come back next time for a brand new episode, same time, same station. Tonight's cast included Helen Alamano, Val Coons, Mike Luce, Richard Tatum, Rachel Wasserman, and Keith Wright. Special guest stars Paul Rogan and Max Levine. Story by Val Coons. Sound patterns by Rachel Wasserman. The Jewel theme was written and performed by Marty Axelrod. Blah, 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 Martin Van Dipshit.